Sometimes all I think about is food when it's late night drinking that booze. Bro! Actually makes sense. It only makes perfect sense. It only makes fucking perfect sense. We're not dialing at 9 o'clock because our customers are already answering the phones. In 3, 2, 1, let's... What's going on, everybody? This is The Burndown. Today's episode, we did it once, we did it twice, and we're back for a third time. Random questions with The Burndown. Getting to know us. What tickles the strings? What makes us tick? Yes. So it's coming up next on The Burndown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Burn Down. I'm Justin, a.k.a. The Dapper Cigar. And I am Eric, the bro... Oh, not the... Brother Cigar. If you're new to this channel, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the bell to be notified for every single time we drop a new video. We have episodes every Friday and other videos throughout the week. Eric, tell them about the website. Hey, our website is www.burndownpodcast.com. Podcast? Podcast? Mm, that sounds extra <laughs> fancy. The Burn Down Podcast. That's mad bougie. Check out the burn, the burn Down Podcast.com. <laughs> Burndownpodcast.com. Become a member. $5 a month. Exclusive discounts. And you get entered into a monthly giveaway every single month. You can even get a chance to have a 30-minute Zoom session with your boys, Justin and Eric. So become a member. $5 a month. Burndownpodcast.com. Check it out. Thank you for everybody who supports us already. Boom, call to action. So today's episode, like we said in the intro, we did it once, twice, and now it's thrice. Thrice. This is the questions with the burn down. Get to know us a little bit more. Get to know what makes our gears grind, what makes us tick. What grinds our gears. What grinds our gears, what makes the clocks tick. So what we have is 250 questions. Huh? From where? Where, you might ask? From Women's Health Magazine. Oh, you know these questions are good. So we just went on to Google. We said questions to ask to get to know somebody. And the first link was 250 questions. Well, the first link was 100 questions. We're like, eh, let's do more. 250 questions from Women's Health Magazine. And we haven't read these before. We have no idea what these are. We're just going to take a random number generator, <laughs> spit out a number, and answer the freaking question. You know, you know, women ask some intense investigative inquisitive questions yeah we're under the hot seat we're on the hot seat so you best believe these questions are going to be thorough deep they're going to make you think and maybe you want to probably lie to the people on camera <laughs> we got you know? the lights on yeah. we're in the hot seat time to fire off those questions where were you the night of october 13th at 702 p.m probably smoking a cigar probably so before we do that Let's, uh, well, you can clearly see what we're drinking. Well, you can see it, but you can't hear it. We're drinking Hibiki Suntory Whiskey, Japanese Harmony. Delicious stuff. Very smoky. Mm. Excellent. Mm. And what are we going to be smoking with this smoky whiskey? I already forgot the name of the cigar. Oh, I pulled it up for you. Oh, perfect. It is, this. so this is a cigar. I think it's a more of a boutique cigar. It's a Casa Fernandez Secretos del Arte. Secretos del Arte. Art Secrets? Yeah, maybe that's what it sounds like. A 6x54 Toro. Um, I, I received this from... I forgot who. I'm so sorry. But uh, they gave me one of these cigars. And apparently it's been aging for a while. Because it's got that yellow cello, as I call it. Or yellow. Ye- yeah, yellow cello. Yellow cello. I'm thinking of ye- ye- uh, <laughs> lemon cello. <laughs> lemon cello. It's got that yellow cello. <laughs> but yeah, it's got the yellow cellophane. So you know this bad boy's been aging for a while. But I'm a little... I'm a little... You know, it's a little... It's a little... 
So hopefully this thing loosens up, but this bad boy is a little stiff. So maybe it's just a tight pack. Maybe it has a good draw, and it's just they gave you a lot of bang for your buck. Hey, you know, it, it's we're gonna give it a try. We're gonna give it a try. So what do you got? What do you got? What do you got over there, partner? What are you smoking on? Some some long and strong, trying to get the friction on. Yeah, so I'm gonna be smoking. This one is by uh, Crown Heads, um, and it's kind of deceiving because it's got a big M on the label, but it's by Crown Heads. It's called the Mil Dias Escogidos. Mm. This is the limited edition 2021. Came out this year. Mm. I mean, it it kind of reminds me of some of those limited edition Cubans. Like it is has that a Cuban cigar. It's not a Cuban cigar. No, it's Cuban. Um, well, Crown Heads. No, it's Crown Heads. It's not, but it kind of resembles that. It's got that Cuban esque label, oh, this right? Is, that gold and black is always like a Cuban. Yeah, hint. like Bolivar and H. Yeah. Upman and um, what was the what's the other one I was gonna say? Um, is it Partigas maybe has them? No, I think Cohiba even has Cohiba. Some of them, yeah, some of these uh, Cubans have that that black and gold Edición Limitada uh, secondary, the secondary band. But we're gonna light these up. And then get into some of those questions. So why don't we do that, big boy? Mm, let's light it. Let's 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 spark it up and 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 and, and talk it out and and burn it down, bitch. No homo. This is the hardest thing I ever put in my mouth. <laughs> it's it's really stiff. Like it's real. It's like you felt it. it. It's it's hard. Say what? But it's got a great draw. So I'm gonna oh I'm gonna let it rock. Like I said, the draw has been great. So that's the only thing that I'm intrigued about. But hold on, we got we got we got a lot of people that we got a lot of people that listen. Got to let it hear it. Let's see that go 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 go. ASMR, pork whiskey. I love the smoky scents of whiskey, Suntory whiskey, and picky Japanese harmony. Oh, yes. Now, do you know I saw a video posted two years ago, an ASMR cigar smoking, and it got two, it has two million views. Just stop. Get some help. Bruh. Why don't we make a damn ASMR? We should make an ASMR podcast. You need like one of those super sensitive microphones and you crank up the, and you, it's so, the volume is cranked up so much that if you were to talk normal, it would just blow your ears out. You gotta be like, so soft like this. And it's probably, I know. We but then as soon as you say something like, whoops, it's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. So we got our cigars. Let's cheers to the episode with this uh, Japanese. Hey, let's just say that. Let's just say this here, partner. Cheers to all you guys supporting the Burn Down podcast, supporting the YouTube channel, supporting the website. So shout out to all the Burn Down members. Thanks you to all you guys. Shout out to us for consistently putting in that work. Yeah, every week getting after it. Cheers to us. Cheers to us. And uh, you know, this month we should be hearing about our cigar being. Basically done, so yeah, it'll be done. Just waiting for the boxes to be finished, which will be next year, probably January. But, but the, we'll definitely have like samples. The cigar and the label should be done in November ish. So cheers to that. Cheers to us. And cheers to getting to know each other even more. Let's do it. Deepening our friendship. Women's Health Magazine. Oh yeah. 
Mm. Oh, that's actually kind of that's actually kind of cool if you do that. It gives you a lot of different senses. Yeah, I don't drink this enough. This stuff is so good. Damn, that went down hella smooth. I don't drink this enough, man. I ha- I've had it in there for a while. And we drink it every once in a while on the podcast. Because we don't drink it enough. It's fucking delicious. Usually, usually the first swig of that, it's really smoky. But after kind of like swishing around my mouth, I don't know if I got like my my taste buds ready for the whiskey, but it tastes a lot better and it went down a lot smoother. And it pairs phenomenally well with uh, cigars. That it does. So, all right. So we're gonna hit this button right here and see what question we get first. All right, am I up first? In a way. We go women's questions, 154. Ask away, Justin. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. What are you going to ask me? 150, 100, question 154. So we're going to both answer them or are we each just going to, one's going to answer? I don't know. We, it can be like a question for both of us. We'll talk about it for a minute and then we'll go to the next question. All right. Fair enough. So this question is, what do you look for in a friendship? Oh, Oh, okay. Which is a good, pretty good. It's a good question. It is a it's good question. Definitely a good question. So, what do I look for in a friendship? I look for in a friendship someone that obviously is smarter. Is going to be smarter than me. Probably a little bit cooler than me. And just being around them just makes the overall time together better, and just makes you better. I mean. <laughs> Ditto. No, but seriously, though, like, you want to be. We want to. No, I get you. You want to be around people that are better than you. That bring you up. People that bring you up to their level, yeah. but also like encourage you. Like, yo, good, yo, let's go, yeah. man. Like, that's awesome, and like support everything that you do. And you know, you know, I have a lot of friends, but you don't get all those real qualities about people like that. You know? No, I I agree with you. I look for I look for a couple of things. I definitely look for um, like mindedness, right? Because that's got to be. You got to have this similar mindset and yes. whether that be, you know, a positive mindset, a growth mindset, always looking to better themselves, always looking to bring other people up, being a kind, like that typical mindset, definitely look for that. Uh, look for character. Character is a big thing. There's a lot that goes into character, but just being a genuinely good kind-hearted, person. good person, having a good soul, good family back, like I- Good morals. Yes. That's, character is is key. Like character is who you are when nobody's watching. You see a lot of people that do- all these things, they'll film themselves. Oh, look at me. I'm giving $100 to this homeless guy. And then they go and tag about it for the next 20 minutes. It's like, no, just do it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Not to get likes. That's a big thing. And there's like trustworthiness, genuine, all that stuff kind of goes into character. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with you. Something that's going to, that when you see them, they brighten your day. They're going to bring you up and not bring you down. Yeah. You know, I hate, I can't stand the people that as soon as you you get to, you're, you're with them, you just feel like your energy's drained. They're just complaining about this. And they're always like, you feel like you're always, you kind of re- don't look forward to seeing them. You're like, oh, fuck these nah, people. No, man, again. you kind of feel like a dread. It kind of feels yeah. like a dread. You know, I like, I like people that like to have a good time. I like to, pe- I like people that like to, you know, smile, laugh, party. You know, you want to be around fun people. people. I want people that are going places too, Fast. that have like goals that they're going to achieve, not people that are just living for the weekends. Like yeah. people that are, no, I got like, where are you going to be in five years? Oh, I know exactly where I'm going to be. Even in five though the years. people who live for the weekend can be fun, but it gets played out. No, yeah, there's certain, there's like certain things. Like I don't get me wrong. Like I like, I like to go out like on the weekends and stuff, but that's not what I'm living for. For sure. You know, sure. some people are just like, they just work nine to five out of some stupid job that they hate and they can't wait to go get drunk on the weekends. I'm not about that, man. If that's what, if that's you and that's what you like to do, by all means, but 
Don't bring that to me. I'm not about that, okay? I'm not going to stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning getting drunk. Not me. It's Once not- or twice in a year, like at a wedding or something like that, but people do it every no. single weekend. I go, every once in a while. Don't you get good. bored? Every once in a while is good. So, anyway. I don't mind a nice late stay up, hanging out, being a degenerate every once in a while. Next one. 111. 111. And away we go. Question 111. Have you ever mapped out your family tree? Yeah. uh, Not me personally, but my father has. Yes, I have the family tree. How far back does yours go? Uh, I mean, but like before, like my parents, where like where my family came from before they came to Ellis Island. Uh, You know, believe it or not, my genes, they say 5% of uh, my last name, of people with my last name were tobacco makers. Really? 5%? Yeah. Aren't you a descendant of Vikings too? Didn't your dad find that out? Like yeah. you possibility you're descended from a Viking? Yeah, well, I'm quarter, even though most people think I'm all it- Italian, <laughs> I'm half Italian, I have all my Italian traits, but I'm also a quarter Irish and quarter Scandinavian, and my last name is Scandinavian, and mm-hmm. that last, our last name is a descendant of Vikings, power, fucking beasts love it so you no wonder why i'm so manly you know it's, it's got to be the reason <laughs> uh i've i have i actually have our family tree um uh, my sister had done a project back in high school and she had mapped it all out but my mother actually has the full family tree and it goes way back i think it goes as far back as like late 1700s that she has it and it's just all german every single one of them it's just german 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 german, german all the way through um, but I think my my mother's side has up to the late 1700s, and my dad's side I think they have early 1800s. Uh, but they have it all the way up, and it's just wild. Did you see what you look at? It, you're like here. So what is that? My grand great. This guy be like great 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 grandparents. Yeah, some almost there. Basically. Um, but my, yeah, it's pretty cool when you when you look at. My it. dad even did the family tree before like. 20, like whatever all these all these services come out like 23 and me and and whatever whatever else is out there but i remember him when i was younger like he legit like how would i had a powerpoint like yeah he, your dad's a big powerpoint guy uh on my dad's side we have like a family like a family bible almost where all our history comes from so we took all that and then on my mom's side who gets the family bible it's <laughs> a great song where's that from Step Brothers. yeah there you go come on why don't you play with me 164 but yeah so he's had it for a while and 23 and me or whatever made it even more confirmed all right so next question 164 is the number what are you most proud of in the last year what am i most proud of in a year i mean that's easy getting married getting engaged that's easy (laughs) all right let's say like for the burn now what are we most proud of as the from the burn down podcast okay um, in the last year, is it? You know, you say yours. I'll say mine. So, most proud of. What are you number one? Uh, most proud of in the last year. What are we doing? I might say we did a lot. Well, we did a lot in the last year, but let, I might say like let's recap what we did in the last year. Okay, got the website up and running. Got a new website with a membership with over forty members. Shout out to all you guys. At this Thank time, probably this time that this is coming out, it's probably closer to fifty. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then we. Got a brand new studio. We got a whole new layout. Got our cigar. We're getting our own cigar. We uh, are doing some deals. With yeah, we're closing some good deals. Closing Burnout Podcast is doing some some uh, deals with some pretty big cigar uh, people in this industry. We got the merch. 
We have the merch. That's Hit a thousand fine. subscribers. Hit a thousand subscribers. Hit over twenty thousand downloads on the podcast. Reached over ten thousand followers on our social media accounts. There's a lot. I mean, what's what? What's like the biggest? I think the biggest thing we're to be proud of is that we're getting our own cigar because mm-hmm. we always talked about it even before we had a podcast how cool it would be. And the fact that we were actually have the opportunity to get our own cigar within a, a year or two of having a podcast is a pretty cool accomplishment. And having full on hands on experience, like hands on this with what we want as far as flavor wise, size, all the demogra- all the specs of the cigar, as well as the logo and the way they look. I think the most thing to be proud of is having our getting our own cigar made. I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, thousand subscribers just because of how long it took. It took two years of releasing episodes every single week. So oh. putting in that work every single week for two years, we got to a thousand. We so. also had over a hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. That's a big accomplishment because the average podcast episode is thirteen. So we got to a hundred. That's crazy. Um, it's like less than like it's got to be less than five percent of episodes of podcasts get to a hundred. Um, the the website and the membership. I think that's a big accomplishment because. I mean, that kind of took off. We were, we had the idea, like, hey, let's do this membership thing. Let's start giving away some stuff to all of our fans. And people love it. We do it every month. And people, uh, it's a pancake breakfast. We do it every month. So, uh, yeah, those are some big accomplishments. So, getting our own cigar and hitting over a 1,000 subs on YouTube. Next question. Uh, you want to turn on that thing, by the way, yeah. please? Oh, my foot's asleep. <laughs> Damn it. How do we get how, my foot is asleep? How do we how do we stop that? It's so annoying. What question are we up on now? So yeah, so those those are definitely two things to be very proud of. Okay, so number thirty-eight is do you sleep with a top sheet? Why or why not? Hell no to the no no no. I don't do it either. Hell to the no. I have the fitted sheet and then just a blanket, the a only, comforter. The only time I will ever do that is if I'm a uh, not a hospital, a hotel. Yeah, and even then I ripped it, I rip it off. Because sometimes the hotels, I make the hotels so cold that I'll just throw it on there. But at home, hell no. Comforter only. Yeah, comforter only. And then like in the wintertime, I put like a quilt or something on top, like on my feet. Yes, that's that's exactly what we yep. have. When, when Marissa and I started first living together, she would do the whole sheet thing. And I'm like, can't do it. Can't do it. Comforter only. And, and I actually, I kind of like in the winter having like the 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 quilt a little bit and then maybe have like kelly will have a blanket on her side and i'll have a blanket on my side just because the quilts aren't as big as the comforters so you can't really share it we have a quilt that is the whole stuff i have i have one but it's not it's it's hot. it's big i, I get hot uh, I, I get hot and when i go to sleep yeah. sometimes i'm usually like are you like one foot out type of guy or are you fully emerged underneath the blanket i'm usually well, I, i'm usually fully emerged but it depends on how I, like if i wake up and i'm hot then yeah i'm i'm kind of no, most of the time I'll i'm kind of like the blankets down here and i'm just laying there bare chested oh. just uh no. and i crank the fan up just have the fan blowing typically i always have a foot out i always have one kind of foot i'm out. not really a foot out guy um you need a, you need a little bit of crisp coolness yeah but no you know what i i do do is i take the um you ever like when you get nice and cold because i love being cold when i sleep i love freaking bundling up oh yeah but you get the um, so the comfort goes in the end, and I get the comfort to wrap under my feet again. You ever do that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, but Ugh. I usually our, the comforter at the end is probably already tucked in. Is I tucked? Oh in. no, I untuck that shit. Um, actually, no, that's a lie because every untuck time when shit. I make the bed, it's all actually all over the place. 
But no, a top sheet? Hell no. Who likes a top sheet? You must be crazy if you like a top sheet. I really don't know why that's even a thing. It's Well, first of all, it's an extra step, too, when you're making a bed. You gotta tuck that in. Who wants to do that? Not me. Not this guy. Kick rocks. Get out of here. This is a good one. <laughs> I know the answer to both of these. Okay. I know what we're gonna say. Question 234. Do you think iced coffee should be consumed in the summer only or all year round? Summer only. It should not be consumed ever. Summer only. I don't if mind. you're going to, summer only. But You don't just, like iced coffee? I don't. Just coffee. Just give me fun coffee. No, I actually, I actually like iced coffee. I don't, I'm not an iced coffee. I, I mean, is it good? But yeah, but most of the iced, the iced coffees are freaking lattes with a shit ton of sugar in it. That's why they taste so good. Yeah, no. Nobody I, really gets a regular iced coffee. I do. Well, I mean, like, I don't really like Dunkin' Donuts. Like, hot coffee, I'll go to Starbucks. But if it's a, if it's an iced coffee, I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's because Dunkin' Donuts coffee is shit. Yeah, it's not that good. But Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee is actually pretty good. And I throw in a little cream in there. And it gets the job done, but. Clearly, Dunkin' Donuts doesn't sponsor us. Yeah, clearly. But, um. Starbucks, if you want to. Hey, shout out. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts, shit. I'll take iced coffee. Or at least I will. No, I'm not a big iced coffee guy. I think if you're going to drink it... I think it's got to be in the summer. Drink, you have to be in the summer, but I don't drink... I, in the summer, I drink hot coffee. Like, uh, if, you know, over a course of a year, if I... How much, you know, if on a scale to 100%, how much iced coffee I consume over a year, it's probably like... Uh, probably like 5%. It's not that much, but like occasionally I'll get it. And it's good. But in the summer. But in the summer. Because, like, who wants a nice coffee when it's cold out? You want a nice... Yeah, exactly. Hot. Or you, you have a mug and you go outside and you just see all the, the steam coming off your coffee. You're like, mmm, coffee. Yeah, I'm just, I just get hot coffee all year round. But anyway, so question number 10. What was the last TV show you binge-watched? Binge-watched? Oh. You go, because I got to think. Um, Mine was Squid Game. Oh, Squid Game's obviously easy. Yeah, right Squid Game, binge watch it. Good show. And we talked about this before. I thought it was a good show. They got you hooked the way that they filmed it. It was great. But was it the number? Is it going to be number one show all time Netflix? No. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Enjoyed it. Great. But come on. It doesn't even come close to. I can name five shows off the top of my head. Doesn't even come close to. I think the last show I binge watched was the show Who Killed Sarah on Netflix. The fuck is that? It was on Netflix. It, it and was, why are you watching Who Killed Sarah? I don't know. Someone told me about <laughs> Something to watch. Uh, you know, my future sister-in-law, future brother-in-law, we're talking about it. We started watching at their place, and then Marissa and I got hooked, and we watched the first season. It was good. And then we started watching the second season. It was a dud. But yeah. it's uh, it's actually in Spanish, and it's dubbed over in English. But... That's like Squid Game. It's in Korean and stubbed over in English. Yeah, so that was probably it. That so let's take it one step further here. What's the what TV show are you like? You can't wait for the next season to come out. Cannot wait. Like looking forward to it. Ozarks. Ozark. Okay. Okay. Season four, baby. We're on season uh, approaching season three. Oh, are you finished season two yet? No, obviously not. Uh, yeah, okay. we're like almost done with season. The good thing about Ozark is that the last episode. They always have. A, they always leave you on the edge. We got. To, we got to the. We got to the episode we just finished watching was. Um, and I don't know. This might spoil it for some people, but the episode where um, Jason Bateman. I always forget his uh, Marty, where he like killed somebody for the first time. He killed the preacher, and he's like fucking whack. Like he can't do anything now. He's <laughs> yeah. just like, like he's a zombie. That's messed up, right? Yeah. Um, but the show that I am dying. I cannot wait is. 
probably already know Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I've seen it like five times all the way through all three seasons. I'm not proud of it, but yes, I am because it's a great show. And my fiance and I are just cannot wait for that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good show too. I watched all the seasons. Next question, 181. 181. What do we got? Talk to me, boss. Talk to me. I can't. I'm thinking of more shows that I watch. I mean, those don't count. <laughs> what? This is 181. <laughs> where Where do you get your news? Oh, boy. I don't. I don't consume news. Yeah, I really don't consume news. I don't watch the news. <laughs> Neither you do know, I. If, so. if I do consume news, it's like on Google and I'll read something or... If I'll see something on social media, I'll Google it and, and I'll check the references yeah, but and stuff. But I don't really watch the news. The news, the news sucks. The I watch news. like the weather. I watch it for the weather to see how the weather is going to be like this week. Even though they're in, they're even liars. that, yeah, even yeah. that, it's like fifty percent chance. Okay, great, thanks. Yeah, but but I don't, I don't, I don't consume news. No, Next question for what? For what? Twenty-four. Kobe. Kobe year, or Kobe's number, not year. Actually, yeah, Kobe here. <laughs> this is a good one. When you were a kid, did you eat the crusts on your sandwich or did you cut it off? Always eat the crust. I ate the crust. Always I was not one of those prissy ass kids. Yeah. Can you cut my crust? My mom was like, shut up. Cut yeah. it yourself or eat it. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, really? You're going to eat whatever the fuck I give you. That's what you're going to eat. I mean, the crust is good. <laughs> I mean, the crust, and it looks like a sandwich. Like, when you see a sandwich with no crust, it's just like, ugh. My, if I, I can't, if I would ask, can you cut the crust on my butt? I'm just going to pretend like you never said that. Yeah, like, eat the damn sandwich or don't eat it all. Be like, make your own lunch or no. Yeah, if you want the crust, then make your own damn fucking sandwich. How about that? You eat what I put in front of you. If you don't like it, then starve. Because yeah. eventually, you'll eat it. Yeah, <laughs> Basically the same thing. I know this. I know this. This family that had um, like their kid. They would basically had a menu for the kid. Like, all right, what would you like to eat today? We have. You could have pasta. You could have chicken. You could have um, uh, fish. You could. I'm like, stop. You had a fucking menu. My mom said, "This is what you're eating. If you don't like it, go upstairs and starve." Yeah, because this is what mom's cooking. Or if we didn't, if I didn't fucking eat, menu, what is this a five star restaurant? No, I would no actually, yeah, right. No, I always ate. My mom always made us eat whatever she was making, and then at night, if we were still hungry, like oh, we want cookies or we want, she'd be like, no, you want bread and butter? Here you go, eat some bread and butter. And she would get, go get a lo- like just a piece of loaf of bread and just give me bread and butter. And my brother and I were like, okay, I guess it's better than nothing. I couldn't believe it. Five kind of appetizer and. It- Get out of here. Yo, who's got time for that, first of no. all? No. Get out of here. That's why all the everyone's so spoiled nowadays. They just want a menu and a choice of everything. Mm, 69. Great number. Let's go. That's Gronkowski's favorite number. Yes, it is. Better be a good question. Better be good. What do you remember most about your first job? 69? Oh. I mean, uh, what do you remember most about your first job? So let's go back. What? <laughs> what? I know exactly what to remember about Okay, so job. what was your first job? My first job, uh, I was in community college. Well, first real job. Like, I didn't get, and it's not a real job, but like when I was actually working for somebody else. But it was in community college, freshman. I was working at a deli. Community college, freshman, deli. Got it. 
Yeah, I was I was in I was a freshman in in community college, my first year of college, and I worked at a deli. Uh, actually, no, I just graduated high school. I was going into my freshman year. Just okay. graduated high school, and I worked at this little local deli by my old middle school, and it was a rundown POS. And you know, I remember. I they, remember. I re- no. You know that's from no. Oh man, I, I was thinking about remember the Titans. Oh no, that's Casper. I remember. Oh, 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 oh. When he's yes, like, yes, remember yes, this? Yes, he goes, yes, I yes. remember. Yeah. <laughs> Great reference. Great reference. Great reference. Okay. Um, but in that deli, I learned how to make garlic bread. I was like, oh. You're probably sick. so proud of that. I was like, wow. It's As an bread. Italian? Yeah. I was like, it's a half Italian. It's bread. A little bit of butter and garlic, and you toast it, and then you, I can have anything. Chicken cutlets. And it's roast delicious. <laughs> and it was fucking amazing. But my real memory was, I thought I was cool, and I would give discounts to my friends. So, my one buddy came in, and instead of an $8 sandwich, he, I gave, you know, give me give me four bucks. Give me four bucks. And typically, the owner, at, he would come in at the end of the day, and he would count the draw and whatever. He would make sure everything's closed out. But at this time, he came like in the middle of the day as I'm, as my buddy just left. So we just counted the draw. <laughs> and he goes, is that your friend over there? I go, yeah. He goes, did you give him a discount? I go, yeah. He goes, get the fuck out of my deli right now. I go, huh? Get the fuck out of my deli. You're stealing money from me? I went, uh, n- no, I, I give you the four dollars right now. And he goes, get out. And you got fired? I got fired. <laughs> got fired. My buddy left, and I ended up. Call, he ended up like he just left as I was getting fired, and I pulled up to the light, and he's like, "Double took at me." I'm like, he's like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "Just got fired." Uh, <laughs> but there's more of that story because that deli was on its way out, oh, okay, and like okay. a couple months later, it went out of business. Now it's a Seven Eleven. Ah, but he was like, "Get the fuck out right now!" <laughs> I'm like, "I never been cursed at by someone else before in my life." I was like, "What?" He's like, you're stealing money from me? I said, no, nah, I was just like, help my friend out. I was like, I have $4 if you want. He's like, it's not about that. Get the fuck out. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I remember calling my dad. I was like, dad? He's like, what's up? I'm like, yeah, I got fired from the deli tent. <laughs> <laughs> also, all the Twinkies and all the free snacks went out the window. I was very upset. Uh, That's a great, that was a great question. So my first job, I so I, I had, so it's kind of too, like my first First, first job. I actually worked with my stepfather. He was in the um, uh, like printing business. Yeah. And I would work in the back and I would do like some of the prints. He would do advertisements. He would do like those cutouts and the stand-up advertisements that you would have like all the retail stores, back to school, all that stuff. And I would kind of make that stuff. And that was the first job. But the real, real first job, I did that like during the summer, a couple yeah. hours a week. But the real first was a pizzeria. I did pizzeria throughout most of high school and even into some of the college days. And the most memorable thing, um, so I, I just, I remember one thing from, I remember a story that my stepfather actually told me when I was working there is that he went into a bodega one time and he, uh, he was in the sales. He was like their big sales guy. He's like their VP of sales. And he would always dress in like a suit back in, back in those days in the nineties, always dressed in a suit. And you remember he goes into the bodega one time and he's like, I don't know what made me come, what came over me. I just wanted to fuck with some of the people. So he ran, he went into the bodega and he's like, I pointed at the first three people I saw. They were just like regulars that were just sitting there probably waiting for a sandwich. He walks in, suited and zooted. He goes, you, you and you get out. 
And he goes, all three of them got up and left just immediately. <laughs> and I and I asked, I said, did you know them? He goes, nah, I just wanted to see what they would do. <laughs> He's like, you, you, and you, get out. And they all left. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, dude, that's hilarious. He goes, I don't know. I just wanted to see what happened. And what ended what up happening? No, he goes, they thought that I owned the place, so they just fucking got up and ran. That's amazing. And everybody's like, did you know? You know nah, I just told him to get out. Just wanted to see how much power I could get dictated. And he told me, he was just like, it was just hilarious. He's like, if you just act like, most people won't even question it. Yeah, confidence right? is everything. Uh, but the pizzeria, most memorable pizzeria moment. I don't know. I learned I learned a lot in the pizzeria. I used to, we used to have great times, like after hours and stuff. I just remember, um, I remember making a killing working like Halloween or working Super Bowl. Just make a killing because, like, you're a delivery driver. Yeah. And a delivery driver, if you make a couple hundred bucks in a night in high school, you're like, big, yeah, big money. I remember making like three, four hundred bucks one night. Um, but no, there's, there's plenty of stuff. I remember this one guy, one guy, I'll never forget him. He used to come in, tall guy, like three inches taller than me. And just big old man. I remember he had a tumor like in his neck. It's a tumor. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what they call it, but he had this big tumor in his neck. It's not a tumor. Super nice guy. And he would just come in. He would get one coffee and then he would sit outside on the table right outside the door and he would just like read the paper and he would be there for hours and he would always come in and he would just get the, he would knows the price. He would get his coffee, he'd put the change and he would walk into the back, like into the back, into the walk-in, grab the milk and, but he would never call it milk. This is why I remember him. He would always come in. I, I forgot his name, but he would always come in. And I'd be like, sir, how you doing? He's just like, going to get the mmm. And his <laughs> voice, like, I'm telling you, his voice, it was like the deepest voice I've ever heard in my life. The what? He would go up and get in the mmm. Like, he's pretending to be a cow. Oh. And I was like, all right, no problem. He'd go and he would get it. How much mmm do you want? <laughs> he just like, I just remember. But his voice was so deep. And it would like rumble. And he was, oh, every day, just going to get the mmm. And he would pour his milk in, he would go outside. I'm going to start calling that. It was hilarious. So, next question. Yeah. When <laughs> Russell says, Eric, go get the milk. I'm like, you want me to get the mmm? Mmm. <laughs> wow. Good stories. Good stories. But yeah, I got fired from a deli. That's hilarious. All right. 116. This is a little personal. Do you want a family of your own? Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Nah, that's easy. <laughs> that was so hard. Two How many? How many kids do you want? Uh, I think two is good. Three depends on how balling I am. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, I want two. Boy and a girl. If a third comes, it comes. Um, Literally. Question 116. What's your game plan for a zombie apocalypse? This. Just take Just take. This. Me. Just take me. This. You know, just take it. Now, what's your game plan for a zombie apocalypse? Get that damn shotgun... Oh, you know what? Okay. And we're going to be... If there was a legit zombie apocalypse, I guess I would try and make my way to my house upstate in Mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere. Um, Yeah, I'd be up in the mountains. It's about a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive from where I live now, so hopefully I can make it up there. Got a couple... Couple... uh, Couple toys. Couple big boy toys. Couple adult toys. Couple rounds, and uh, just hold forth there. Yeah, hold down the fort. I guess. I'd make sure I'd have a shit ton of whiskey, shit ton of cigars... And just be boarding up the windows, setting up shop yeah. with the shotgun ready. That's about it. So that, that, and a that's my shit plan. ton of rounds. Get ready to go upstate. That's it. That'd be it. Locked and loaded. <laughs> I'd put up like some big ass border around the house. Yeah, you know, I got a couple quads. So, you know, if we need a fast escape route, we just hopped right in the quad. 
get right out there. Yep. Plenty of acres of land. So we got a couple, uh, got a couple tree stands in the, in the woods. So, you know, we can hide in there and start sniping some zombies out. That's about it. That might be fun. Yeah. As long as it's not overwhelming and it's not in the winter. I'd rather have zombie apocalypse in the, in the summer. Okay. Question 90. What's the best career advice you've ever heard? Wow. That's tough. I'd have to really think about that one. The best career advice. Okay, I got one. Being that I'm in sales, all I know in my life is sales. So my uncle, who is a very successful salesperson, and now he owns his own business down in Florida, he's balling down there. And I went down in the summer to work with him as like a sales intern. He told me, Dude, you don't need to be good looking in sales. You don't need to be Mr. Personality. I'm just gonna tell you one thing. People don't care about what you sell until they know you care about them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Best advice I've ever gotten. People don't buy your product, they buy you. So yeah, people don't care that. what yeah. you know or what you set what you have or what you're selling until they know you care about them. Yeah. They I heard it another way. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Same thing, man. Yep. That's something I always remember. Best career advice. And I've I still use it today. I love that. Majority I love that. majority of the sales that I've closed is because I would have meetings or I would meet up I would have meetings and meet with people and I talk shop very minimal. Unless they want to talk about it, but I'm going in there talking about bullshit. Yeah, I can't think I'm trying to think of Hmm. Because it's like you want to be one on one. I'll keep talking while you while you're while you're thinking, but it's just all about one-on-one. Like legit, what we're doing is how you build a relationship. You know, you find, you know, something. And I learned a lot about that doing going door to door. I would find little things on people's front lawns, and I would start talking about that. If it was like a giant gnome, like a New York Giants gnome, I, if it was a football season, I'd be like, ah, you know, fucking Giants, man, they're fucking blowing, blowing it. And they're like, oh, you know, and they'd be like, right, go come on in, or vice versa. You know, if you're going to someone's office and they. And you see someone holding a huge prize fish, you'd be like, oh, man, I was just fishing out in Cape Cod. And you show you this picture. You got to make that connection. You got to make the connection. Yeah, hell yeah. People want to connect and people want like to talk about themselves and like to talk about their experiences and their business. So just let them. But a lot of people in sales think, you know, if you're doing all the talking and controlling the conversation, you're winning. In reality, you're not. You need to be. One and two. Listen yeah, that's why God give you two ears and one mouth, man. Facts be facts. I'm trying to think of uh, some of the best career advice I've ever given. Well, I, I remember something that my stepfather told me. I never and I and you're, I'm gonna say it, and you're gonna be like, "What?" But when you kind of dive into it, it's it's simple, but the, it's the mindset behind it. He always said that that he goes, "There's there's an almost like an infinite amount of money out there, right?" When you're talking about career, you're talking about money, right? And then there's an, like an infinite, there's an abundance of money out there. And it's just floating around. It's everywhere. Yeah. Just floating around. And all you have to do is reach up and grab it. It's like, but people are like, what? But he's talking about, he's like, it's not that there's a scarcity. There is so much money out there. And all you have to do is figure out who is, it's about who wants it more. Like, if figure out a way to reach out and grab it. It's just, there's, there's quadrillion Amounts of money. Yeah, there's so much money out there. There's plenty of it going around. All you got to do is just figure out how to grab it. If you want it more, you'll reach up and grab more. Just figure out a way 
to grab it from here, put it in your pocket. Figure out a way to reach your hand. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of, but it's like it's all it's more the mindset of just like if you want it, go and get it. Yeah, like don't stop complaining about oh there's not enough. Like he's making more. No, there's plenty. There's plenty to go around for everybody. Just figure out a way to go and do it. Stop complaining. Go and do it. And you and you you got to do it yourself. And I remember something that your dad actually told me because everybody knows his dad was the one who hired me um, at the uh, job that I work at now but your dad was always telling me like when i was trying when i was transitioning from the technical side over to the sales side of things and to kind of work my way up he had always told me he's like he's like listen he's like the more valuable that you, it's not about the time the amount of time that you put in whatever it's about how much value do you provide the more valuable you are to the company whereas like if they want you to put put you in that position and promote you in that position do it. He's like, you're early on in your career. Just do it. Just take it. They want to give you more accounts? Take it. They want to give you more territory? Take it. Yep. He's like, just the more valuable that you are to the company, he's like, the more money that they're going to pay you. Mm-hmm. And then the more leverage that you have. So if like some something else comes along and they want to keep you, if you have a bigger territory than everybody else, then you're the one who's probably going to stick around when they're doing layoffs. or you're the one who's going to get more money. Yep. So I remember your dad was telling me that. He told me the same thing. Yeah. He's he like, says, always accept more responsibility. Yeah. Always go the extra mile. Always take on more. Yeah. He's the more value that you provide, the more valuable you are, the more value that you'll receive, right? Mm-hmm. It's a give to receive kind of thing. Um, and I, I remember when he, because that's what, and then I, he was like the first person I asked when I, they were going to give me the promotion to the sales position. And he's like, do it. He's like, do it, man. Yeah. Like, you're young. Just do it. And you, so next question. Next question. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, all about that value, cuz. All about give, that. Well, give to receive. It's all about value, man. That's what it's all about. Uh, if you're not valuable, you ain't squat, son. Oh, this is deep. What no? Uh-oh. 187. This is deep. 187 this on the block. Deep. What's that? Let's try it. <laughs> um, what do you think happens after we die? Oh, God. Do you want to talk about this or do you want to? Well, I'm Christian. I know you're Catholic. So we believe in the big man upstairs. And we're not going to talk about religion on the podcast because we don't. Yeah. Right? But you go to a better place. I think you understand. As long as you do the right thing, you go upstairs. Yeah. I think we're greeted at. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. But if you're a good person, you go to heaven. That's it. And you get to see all your loved ones. We'll do the Keanu Reeves. What do you think happens when we die? I think the ones that love us will miss us. Did you ever see that? Nope. But it's you never great. seen that video? <laughs> no. he was on, I, think, I think he was on Conan or something. And they said, what do you think happens when we die, Keanu Reeves? And he's like, and Keanu Reeves has got that. He's just very stoic, right? Just, I love Keanu Reeves. such a nice you know, guy. And he just goes, I know that the ones who love us will miss us. Well, I know that the ones that love us will miss us. And the whole crowd goes, Aww. Aww. and then he shakes his hand and he gives him a nod and I was like I fucking love that man alright anyway next question yeah that was that's deep it's, a little, it's deep but I think wow I, I think cuatro knows. numero he knows what we uh, believe in numero cuatro read the bible and you'll know exactly what we believe in uh okay yeah read the bible you'll know you'll know what we think um question number four what is the next place on your bucket list and why the next place on my bucket list. I don't I don't have a next place, but 
like like I don't have you do you have a next place on your bucket list that you want to like that you're I do. To? I have a couple places. One is Banff National Park in Canada. Been wanting to go there okay. forever just because it's absolutely gorgeous. Um Oh, I got one, yeah. I wanted to go to I've been wanting to go to Fiji for quite some time. Nice. Dude, this, by the way, this, I know a cigar was stiff. It's good now? I mean it's been it's been creamy and smoky and ample nice. amount of smoke. And it loosened up a little bit, but I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. Nice. Thoroughly impressed. So I'm just gonna say Banff. Banff's probably I got one. What's yours? Actually I do want to have it on my list. And Marissa and I want to plan it for next year. And it's travel cross country. Oh, nice. My parents did something similar. So like you said, before we start a family or anything, we want to try and like go across country from where, wherever it takes us. But Route 66, I go started, right across. I started, I started looking into it and stuff like that. So, And I've always wanted to do that as a kid. Like Always wanted to go across Save country. up that money, boy. It ain't so, going to be cheap. Yeah, no. I've been looking up the most efficient way to do this, do that. It ain't going to be cheap. But, uh, but yeah, travel across country would be ill. 179. 179, please tell us what's mine. What's the scariest thing you've ever done and why did you do it? What's the scariest thing I've ever done? That's tough. I don't know. Um, Ask your uh, fiance to marry you? Yeah. No. That's pretty. <laughs> I guess most guys would say that, I was right? Say that's, I mean, I don't think it was scary. I wouldn't say it's scary, but no, like. No, no, no. I mean, going into a relationship is scary. Is I mean, uh, this is scary, and it's not like I wanted to do it. I had to do it, but last year, last year, yeah, they they found two. Uh, what do you call it? Um, what they polyps? Found? Two polyps in my colon, and they didn't know if it was cancerous or not. So I went to go, I went to go get a colonoscopy at a young age. And doctor was like, "Hey, look, you look all good, but you know, let's just be, let's just be careful and be thorough. Yeah, yeah, let's do a colonoscopy." I'm like, "I'm 29." He's like, eh, "That's what we gotta do." But so, do you? Do you? I don't want to get personal, but do you have any like family history of stuff like that? Or no? Yeah. Okay, so then that's probably why he wanted to do it. Yeah, which I, which I found out with that happening. Yeah. So got the colonoscopy, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you know, we found a polyp in your colon." You know, we have to we have to get that do a biopsy, test it out, blah 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 blah. So I thankfully it was early on the biopsy came back that it was not cancerous yet. If I waited longer in life, it could have became cancerous and I could have had ass cancer, but thankfully not. So then uh I went to the hospital again to get it removed and they actually found two. One was hiding right behind it and they removed two, but then and this was during coronavirus. This is right oh, before I remember, yeah, I remember it. This was I got the surgery on St. Patty's Day, and the time between knowing whether it was cancerous or not was very scary, and uh, it was like a like an experience that you'll never know. Like most people, like eh, I can actually cancer is pretty common, but a lot of people don't really go through that. And uh, so I got the I got the surgery, and I was being good as new. So hopefully, knock on wood, everything's all good. But that, that was some scary shit. Yeah, I'm trying to think like scariest thing I've ever. That's kind of funny because it's like. That that's scary, but you didn't like do it on purpose. Yeah, you know, it's not like you went skydiving; you did it on purpose. So it's not you can't really answer why did you do it. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. Like it's not like why did I do it? it was like I kind of had to do it, but it was scary. Yeah, I don't know what's what scariest thing I've ever done, and why did I do it? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I jumped off like a 
50 foot rock in Pennsylvania once. So. I went swimming in the middle of the Caribbean when it was like 100 feet down. There's nothing yeah, around you. Yeah, that's kind of scary because you don't know what's on. on the- and when you look down, there's nothing. That's kind of scary. And yeah, like I don't really have many fears, but I have a fear. Like I wouldn't call it I have a fear, but I'm fearful of open water because like you just don't know what the frick is on that the was, Yeah, I was swimming in open water. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the scariest thing I've ever done was. Um, yeah. I mean, going away to school was was scary. I mean, yeah. when you're 18, you've never like been away from home, and you go away, and you're going to be living on your own for four or five years. That's yeah. that's scary. Yeah, some kids can't do it. Um, I did it because life. I mean, I wanted to play basketball, and I wanted to go to good school, and and I did. I'm glad I did it. Um, taking that position I just talked about from going from transition from technical to sales side, that's a, a scary jump, but I knew I had to do it because it's room for growth and facts. Uh, I don't know. Probably something like that. Yeah. It's all about risk. Yeah. It's, that's I, don't know if sc- I don't know if scared is the word, but... Yeah. Starting a podcast, yeah, is scary. I thought about starting. I thought about that. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, but you know, I wasn't really scared because it was like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. And it's not like we had millions or thousands of dollars invested in it. It was kind of like let's just start it up and do it. But starting stuff, on, starting something on your own can be scary. You know, like the day that the day that this is so successful and we have to, and we leave our regular nine to fives, that'll be scary. Yeah, that's gonna be good. <laughs> So we'll do a couple more because we're coming up on about an hour. So this was number six. Is what was your favorite age growing up? So let me let's let's narrow it down a little bit because like it's tough. Like favorite age from now until thirty one. What's your favorite age? I would say like as a kid, like from the moment you're born till eighteen. Let's say that. I was gonna say twenty. You're gonna say twenty? Okay. I was gonna say twenty because college years were fun, but like I don't know. You're man. in college. But you're still not really fully responsible until you're like 21. I was so, going to say like being a teenager because you really have no responsibilities. When you're like 12, 13 years old, there's no, your only responsibility is like the only thing you're worried about is when you're, ne- you're going to hang out with your buddies. Like in high, I, I would say high school. Like you have no responsibilities. You go to school and you have the whole summer and you don't got shit to do besides hang out and go in the pool and bullshit. That was a that was time to be alive. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to be like 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 teenage years yeah think about it dude like, like 15 16 i think was like was 14 15 16 was a great great time i was playing basketball and i was kind of like at the age where i was i knew that i was like better than most and i was going to go someplace to play so i was kind of like seriously playing basketball but then you're like you don't really have much worries i really wasn't working yeah. heavily at the time when you get to like 16 years old 17 then you start working and stuff but um yeah, I was going to say that year. Because, like, I can say, like, the college years. But now, like, being a young adult, like, in your 30s, it, it's basically like when you're in your 20s, you just have a lot more money. <laughs> a lot more responsibility. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's really, like, you still had responsibilities. Like, when I was in college, you definitely had responsibilities, right? You got work. You had school. I had basketball. I had shit that you had to get done. It's a little bit bigger responsibility. Yeah, now you, have, you still have responsibilities, but now you got a lot more money. And it's, yeah. it's way more fun. It's a good thing. But when you're in young, like 12, 13, 14, that was, those are good years. Love Playing it. Manhunt, man. Was fucking- Let's do two more. All right. Manhunt, yeah. Manhunt was always sweating, running around and hiding. And, like, People's breathing. backyards. Yeah, and like, you know, you're breathing so heavily in the, in the woods, and you're like, 
I hope he doesn't fire me. <sighs> oh, this is this is tough. Which fictional character do you relate to most? Which fictional character do I? No relate? clue. No fucking clue. Oh my god. Uh, I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Can we skip that question? Yeah, skip. We'll do another <laughs> get one. one pass. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any fictional characters that come to mind. Going like one really <laughs> early question, and really we gotta search for it. Okay, what was the best vacation you've ever took, and why? <sighs> I don't mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got two going to Hawaii with my family because obviously, duh, it's Hawaii, <laughs> but that was when I was in high school. Uh, actually, I went to Hawaii when I was 21, that was pretty cool, but. Most recently, a couple of years ago, when Marissa graduated from grad school, I took her down as a celebration to go to Miami in the Keys. I remember this one. So we went we went down to Miami, spent a whole day and a night in Miami, went to the Miami Beach, went out, went to these great restaurants. Then I rented a yellow convertible Mustang. Yeah. And this is like a I didn't realize this is like a like a bucket list drive people put on their list. Yeah, through the Keys. Drive from Miami to the Keys. That one road in the middle of the water. And dude, that was sick. I mean, you have the top, you have the drop top, and then luckily it was a beautiful day, blue skies, and you're just blasting music, driving down whatever, Route 1 or Route 0, whatever it is, and it's like a three-hour drive, and then hanging out in the Keys all week, fucking great vacation. Great That's vacation. It. I love it. I have I have two as well. I mean, obviously, best vacation I ever took was this most recent one, St. Lucia, with the grub. It was like the first vacation that my fiance, my now fiance, and I took together, just us. Like mm-hmm. we've been on other vacations, we've been on small ones, like going yeah. up through the mountains and, and the, stuff. And the driving, driving. But like this area. is the first one that we both went to, just together, not family. And proposed to her. She said yes. Fantastic vacation. Talked about it already. Go check out that episode. The card will be up there. Um, but second, second vacation I can remember was when I went to Germany uh, with with Kelly. And my family. And we had went, and it was great for a number of reasons. One, we went for my grandmother's 90th birthday. Uh, God rest her soul. She has passed away now, but we went for her 90th birthday. Yeah. But it was also during Oktoberfest. So not only do we get to celebrate whole family with my grandmother, 90 years, fantastic. But we also had Oktoberfest. And we went to the just drinking in the tents and the carnival games and just and we went out to Neuschwanstein, which was like the ca- castles out there. Got to see all that stuff. Neuschwanstein is the castle that they um, modeled the Disney castle after. Mm. Um, you see like the long uh, columns with the blue hats on the top, the blue little peaks. Uh, great, great vacation. Fantastic. So let's do one more question and then we'll call it a day. Call it a day, baby. Two. One eight two. Better be a good one. It better be. If it's not. We're gonna go to the next time. Come on, be some good. Be some good. No. <laughs> Forget about it. Next. Seventy eight. Uh, good year. Good question. Good year. Good question. Good year. Good question. <laughs> okay, this is a. This could be. What originally got you interested in your current field of work? Got me interested in my current field of work. Well, sales is my current field of work. What interested me was 
Um, not everyone likes sales. A lot of people are afraid of sales because you don't really have a set destination. You don't have really a set path. And I always loved business, loved entrepreneurship. So I thought creating your own destiny was pretty intriguing to sales because, you know, you are the best attribute of yourself and there's no other field than that doing that than sales because you prove your worth and your value. So those were the type of type of things that got me intrigued was kind of first I don't like to do what everyone else does and not you yeah know, every, sales look is, at the masses and do the opposite exactly another, another piece of advice my father told yep me. did he tell you that too? yep <laughs> <laughs> that's a very wise man apparently he is your dad is a very wise man um but I just like that and I always said that in interviews you know I like sales because I can create my own destiny I like being able to contri- contribute to something saying hey listen because we're doing because of this is happening I did that and I just like the whole it's everything's not the same every single day. You got to get up and grind and get up and do your own create your own routine. Yeah. And it's not it's not monotonous. It's There's not variety. It's definitely not monotonous and you enjoy the fruits of your labor. You know, nothing wrong with being like a teacher or anything like that and they have their different perspective or whatever, but you know, you go to school, you go to school every day and you teach kids and you know, it's the same thing every day. Obviously, you know, you see the kids graduate and you can help them with certain aspects. Yeah, it's different aspects. year on year, but day to day it's pretty much but Yeah. But when you're in sales, it's almost different every single day and it's just good knowing that the work that you put in led to a result and it's contributing to something bigger. Yeah. And you know, there's no better feeling than getting that yeah, I want to work with you. And the same thing with the podcast. You know? So if we want to talk about the attributes of podcasting. No, I would say, because I'm in sales as well, but the thing that got me into this field was growing up, I was always good at math and science. I'm a numbers guy. I do, can do numbers pretty quickly. Um, and I always loved that aspect of it. So then I like anybody. I went to my guidance counselor and he said, oh, you should be an engineer. So fortunately, the school that I went to had an engineering exploration program. So the first year as a freshman, you take this course, and every week they bring in a new um, student, a higher up, a senior, from a different field. Computer engineering, software, electrical, mechanical, chemical, so on. And I was like, all right, well, I definitely don't like programming or coding, so I'm not going to do computer or software. I was like, <laughs> I'm not into chemistry, and all that, so I'm not going to do chemi- chemical. And I said, okay, well, first I looked at the list. I said, what's the mo- what makes the most money? At the end of the day, it's about money. Got to make some money, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, like petroleum and nuclear were the number ones. We didn't offer it. Like then it had chemical and like electrical. Like electrical, okay. And I was always tinkering with like my car audio system and stuff. So I decided to go into electrical. So lots of math. Like I can do math. So I did that. And then, like, as I got on, I knew that I was more salesy. I said, I like to be interacting with people. Engaging. Yeah, I like people, right? So, as I'm looking at different jobs and different opportunities out there, most of them are just engineering. You're going to be stuck in, like, a lab rat doing tech. I'm like, I don't want that, man. There's got to be something else. And then my counselor in college had said, you got to check out this company that your dad worked for. And then right as soon – and he was the only person because they had these big career fairs. And I remember going in specifically for him and – I talked to him. I remember like the conversation, right? And I remember him just saying like, listen, let me tell you something. Like you get, he goes, you get an expense account, you get a car allowance, you get to travel, you're going to make some good money, you get a bonus check. And he was like checking off all these things. You get to work with people. He's like, this is like one of the best jobs out there. 
I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, I like this guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at him, like, in the way that he's talking, he's like, get to hang out. He's like, FAE stands for Food, Alcohol, and Entertainment. That's I was like, that's so much I, I was like, so I bad. like this guy, right? I'm like, and it's all connection. I feel connection. So I remember trying to get a job. And at the time, I was a sophomore, didn't get the, the internship. Fast forward like a year, three, four years later, I graduate and I just spam him. And he's like, and he remembered my email. He's like, oh, I remember you. You want a job? I was like, I do. He's like, you're hired. I came in like the office and he hired me that day. But I remember like, it brought me into it because it was a mixture of, the math, the technical, and then sales, because you had to be with people, traveling, all this stuff. And then now I transition, with your father's advice, into all sales, so I don't deal with the technical stuff, but now I'm all of the numbers, but that's kind of how I got into it. But I remember your dad, I'm like, this guy, like, and he always says it too, he's like, I just look for people that, they get it. <laughs> like, so they, they get it, okay? Obviously, everybody on, on paper, your resume, you went to this prestigious school, if you got a good, decent GPA, you know your shit. I just want to find somebody I can hang out and drink beer with on the weekend. <laughs> and I'm like, I like you. That's where do I sign? That's my that's my dad. Yep. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> my whole family's engineers. My dad's electrical. My two brothers are mechanical engineers. And I wasn't good in math and science. And my dad said, "Hmm, you know what? You're kind of a good looking dude. You got a good <laughs> kind of you know, kind of a good looking dude. Yeah, you can't you gotta humble me a little bit." <laughs> Kind of a good looking dude. You know, you are good with people. You like to have a good time. You should look into sales. You know, uh, every company needs a salesperson. And like you said, you get an expense account. You probably get a car. You get to travel. You get to hang out with people and you get to build relationships with over just, just hanging out. And I was like, oh, that kind of sounds pretty cool. Like kind of the same yeah. conversation. Yeah. Right? And that's really it. And, you know, I like sales because like I said, it's, it's different, but you're with people. And I like people. I like listening to people, understanding their stories. And, and I like people. And I like people. And I, I like pe- Vicky. And people like me. And she likes me back. And uh, and, and that's what it is. So it is I think is. starting a pod, doing this podcast, we can take all those contributing um, characteristics and transitioning into making this larger. Mm. And that's what we do. I'm constantly selling every single day on Instagram. I, I love it. So that's, so that's going to do it for us. On this episode, we it's one of the longer ones. It's a longer one, but it was good. I hope you guys got to know us a little bit more. Uh, we love getting to know you guys through Instagram, so slide into our DMs, send us messages and emails and stuff. We love reading those. But if you like this episode, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the bell so you get notified every single time we drop a new episode. We have one every single Friday, and we have other videos throughout the week. And be sure to check out the website. It's www.burnoutpodcast.com. Become a member, $5 a month, exclusive discounts, monthly, members-only giveaways, information in the description below. Eric, send us off with a cheers. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys learned a little bit more about us. I learned a little bit more about Justin, even myself, and that's what it's all about. Chin, chin, cheers, salute. Prost.